Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Our Marriage Rock. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> I'm Shani. Oh, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm LeBrian. And Why'd you say, oh, shoot? Because I meant to bring Pearson's tag paperwork, so I sent Jared a note to pick it up off the refrigerator. Pearson's my daughter. Jared's my son. We have Kirsten's license tag. Tell me not. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to bring y'all in. Let y'all share with fam. It's okay. It's, it's all right. But, but fam, so y'all don't need to know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Check me on my podcast. I'll tell you everything. Oh, my gosh. Heritage, hip-hop, and, and, and... Listen, you... <laughs> yeah. It is Thanksgiving season. That much. That last hip-hop... And heritage. All right, hip hop. I haven't quite figured out the title, but it's gonna be all that. It's gonna be all that. <laughs> okay, we are uh, in the holiday season today. Is, this is Thanksgiving week. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. But I thought about something, and we thought about something. Is it's kind of difficult sometimes when you have your family and you have in-laws and tradition of how you thrive through the holidays, right? Yes, that's true. That's right. I have what? To agree. what are you looking at? I'm, I'm looking at my show notes. I have them. Okay. You're driving. Oh my goodness. Yes, we're doing this one on the road, guys. So uh, instead of in our studio, I eat the lost. But <laughs> also known as the game room. Also known as game room. Um, but we're doing this one in the car. So, so that was the game room. let's talk about five ways to survive and thrive during the holidays with your in-laws. Cool? <laughs> what? Everybody loves their in-laws. I do. I love my in-laws. My in-laws are really cool. I am blessed to have a great mother-in-law, father-in-law. You know, but, you know, raising kids and parents at the same time does get a little challenging. Yet, but it, it, I do have good in-laws. So the first thing that will help you is communication. I know we harbor communication quite often on this podcast, well, but communication is key. It is key because, because and again, I'm going to get spiritual. God, God created community. And it's hard to be in a community if you can't communicate. That's true. I like that. Look at you. Got a little nugget. I know all kinds of stuff. You know all kinds of stuff. But communication is key. And when you're talking to your in-laws, you're talking to your spouse, make sure that you have open and respectful communication. Share your expectations and your boundaries. And also avoid the misunderstanding. So we are actually, for the past 15, oh, 16 years. That's right. We got the sweet 16 now. Mm. So the past 16 years, we have been doing two Thanksgivings. We go to Orangeburg to LeBrian's family, side of the family, and then they usually have an early Thanksgiving. And then we do a later Thanksgiving with my side of the family. Yeah, we, we have more of a Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah. But what's a good part is it's actually two different types of food so we don't really share the same food like yeah there's a turkey and a ham but the flavors are different and it's two different types so it's not even like we're eating the same thing 
So that's kind of cool. But we get to share. And so when I married into the Cleckley family, I knew this was an important time for his family. So we had the open conversation of this is a tradition that we're going to continue of going to my family and going to LeBrian's family because it's very important to both our families. Wouldn't you say? Yes. And that's where communication comes in as well because uh, two things. First of all, you have to determine within your own marriage what respect looks like or what it sounds like. And where one person might feel that they're being respectful, the other side might not. So that's part of where having conversations, talking to each other, it's great if you can have that kind of conversation before you get married. But if you're already married, it's never too late to start. That's so true. You can have conversations while you're driving in the car, while you're in bed, before you dogs off to sleep or before you wake up in the morning. We and just want to avoid any misunderstandings. So communication. Right. So next is being flexible and compromise. So flexibility. One of the flexibility moves that I know I do is the fact that we go to Orangeburg. Because <laughs> sometimes I just want to lay in bed. <laughs> they go lie. I like a late Thanksgiving. Notice only one person is giggling and that. Kiki, ha ha. Ha ha ha. But it is flexibility and compromise. You you do need to make sure that everyone's schedule is open, time for everyone to enjoy, and then have a middle ground. Let's also go to appreciate the differences. So everyone has a different opinion. They have different traditions, such as in my family. We have at least 75 of our closest friends and family and over at my mom's house and Brian's family, y'all got what, maybe about 25, 20? Yeah, this year probably be closer to 25 or 20. Um, Might even sometimes be 15. Yep. So we've done years like that as well. And the conversations are different. Yeah, because you can actually have a conversation where you're talking about 20 or 25 people. My, my brother-in-law's Thanksgiving or my Thanksgiving number two. Is a whole vibe. It is. Um, it's a, like a family reunion. It, it's like a juke joint. It is not a it juke is, joint. It's like the VFW, and some of you know what I'm talking about. It is not the VFW. It is fun. We have family. We have music. Everybody eats. We talk. We catch up. There's some roasting going on. Just a good time. Brian's family, they're a lot quieter, even though there is his cousin Al and we pick names. There's a tradition of at Thanksgiving, collectively Thanksgiving, we pick names for Christmas because another tradition that we have is Christmas Eve is always spent with Brian's family. It started over 50 years ago, and that's something that I had to get used to because we really didn't do anything for Christmas Eve. But right. your grandparents started that because that was their anniversary, right? It was their anniversary, and it was Started with actually my, my first, my first Christmas. I was born in February. I was the first grandchild on my, I guess on my parents' side, on my grandfather's side anyway. My dad's side, I should say. I was the first grandchild. And, and they wanted to get together on Christmas Eve. So it was a celebration of, I don't want to say me. Oh, say they can't celebrate you. And that just as important. Because y'all open gifts, because we open gifts. Yeah. So I bet that is how it got started. Your grandparents want to see you open gifts. Yeah. 
Yeah, aunts and uncles. But it is, it's a lot of fun. Collectively Christmas is a lot of fun. So it's that's probably a more very fun different. Than basket, but actually. I do like it. I do like it. And and it's it's just a lot of fun. My family, it's more so uh, brunch. We have brunch on Christmas. And my dad served French toast every year. So when we had children, I would invite my side of the family and Brian's side over to my house. Just the mother-in-law. Just that immediate mother-in-law, father-in-law type of thing. So they can watch our kids open gifts. And it, it became another tradition. So that is... A great thing to understand. So we talked about communicating. We talked about flexibility and compromise. We also talked about appreciating differences, embracing the diversity in traditions and, and opinion and learning about custom. Next, a team approach. Now, I cannot stress this enough. You can tell when one spouse is not happy and the other spouse is. And that is very, very stressful for family members i've been to gatherings on the on the holiday and it's like where's your wife or where's your husband he had to do xyz or she had to do this and you know good where they lie they just didn't want to come oh a team approach is when you work as a team with your partner you support each other and establish signals and breaks if you need a breather do you think we do that yeah because i don't know once you get to your mom, I don't want to see you till it's time to go. So yeah, I get uh -huh. a whole three-hour break. So there you go. Listen, it's okay to say, I don't really want to go this year. Yeah. And if your partner says, okay, well, you know what? I don't understand that. That's cool. Then remember that because next year, it might be a good idea for you to go. As long as you come with a compromise and discuss it with each other, there could be many things that are going on that may be that you want to stay home or whatever else that you want to do. It, but the, the issue is, or the most, most important thing is, make sure you do it and make the decision together, okay? Make the decision together. Next, self-care. Ah, take time for yourself. Find moments of solitude. Engage with activities you enjoy, and don't forget to set aside time for relaxation amidst all of the festivities. Yeah, because usually after Thanksgiving, I usually need a cigar and a bourbon. But you're also very introverted at times. You're an extrovert, introvert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ambervert, as the child says. Ambervert, yes, as the baby says. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a word. It is a word. I was today years old. Because he's so found smart. out about ambervert. Yes. So, an ambervert. I thought it was a sleep aid. That's ambiance. I turned my door. It's, it's ambiance. Anyway, so, you know, there is time, but you need to back away. If you've gone through all the family and me being as open as I am, I even need time to just chill. Like, ooh. Lots of people, lots of people, let me relax. But I had a teacher had a, how to relax and she's not good at that. I'm not, I'm getting much better, but it's, it's more so of the way I relax. It's not the way you relax. Okay. Because I get energy out of other people, but sometimes I do need to be quiet. Again, what does he say? Ambervert? Ambervert. <laughs> 
All right. So let's go over that again, guys. What are the tips to help you thrive this holiday season is communication is key. Flexibility and compromise, making sure that you appreciate your differences. You have a team approach and that there is ample self-care, ample self-care. I hope these five tips help you in thriving during the holiday season as we enjoy our family. I hope you enjoy your family. So that's this edition of Our Marriage Rocks. You got any closing words? Happy holidays. Good night. God bless. Hi, y'all. I have a happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you next week. Bye.